0: Hello everybody, welcome to Bonding with Jet Bond. My name is Jet Bond and I am your host for today. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I'm going to be trying to do these episodes weekly now. And yeah, so we're doing weekly podcast now because I'm finished uni. Um, i got some bad news though, guys. i got some bad news to deliver. Um, unfortunately, because of the dangerous aspects of last week, I had to go to hospital because of the injury that, that I sustained through last week's episode with the action figures i just think that's a bit too dangerous for me so i'm going to be changing it up again this week we're going with a different different format because i don't know just action figures are a bit they're a bit dangerous and they're pushing out the wrong message so today is a completely different episode with a completely different format so let's play the music You are now entering into the courtroom of Judge Jet. All the decisions are the verdict, and all the verdicts are final. You are about to witness real stories, real people, and real decisions. Judge Jet. Dun, dun The first case that has been hereby and henceforth brought upon this court is brought to us by the one and only John Lennon's son, Sean Ono Lennon. Yes, the John Lennon from the Beatles. His son, Sean Ono Lennon now this is a real case this is you can look this up but sean ono lennon has been complaining of recently that people have been taking screenshots of his nft his non-fungible token now the problem with nfts is that they are available to everyone and the internet for anyone is free to screenshot them but sean believes that this is not okay and it is infringing on his copyright now I can't believe that this is a real human story from the year 2021, almost soon to be 2022. My dog appears to be snoring in the background of the courtroom's dog, Judge Tiger Bond. And he's having very good puppy dreams. Uh, brought Oh, he's, he's very having puppy dreams. But the important part of the story is that Sean Lennon, John Lennon's son, is furious. And has been complaining as well not only that nfts of recently have been taken a screenshot of but that the nfts themselves have been too uh let's just quote him baby like and so he's decided to create his own line of nfts that unquote not for the faint of heart and they appear to have a skull man on them now not for the faint of heart is not illegally. legally uh, locking term, but if anyone does get harmed by these images by putting their eyes upon them Sean Lennon can be liable for some kind of fraud or maybe even harm to the person to the viewer it is an nft's creator's responsibility to not make their skull images too spooky for their audiences to consume and I think Sean has overlooked this so while Sean is raising red flags about the nft community really the red flags are being shown against him and himself. And that is Judge Jett's final decision. The next case that has been brought upon this court is that of more of a personal issue, but nonetheless, not the severity of it. It is still a very important case to tackle at this state and in this time. Uh, And it it is a case of defamation and perjury against the host of this actual podcast. Now, I'm not going to get into who the actual host is, but I'm going to be using a fake name while covering this, so I'm just going to be using the name Jet Bond. Um, So Jet Bond has been facing a lot of uh, criticism and and criminal uh, intent thrust against him and harm thrown his way. Only simply due to the fact of the lies and misinformation spread by the one and only Aiden Wilcox. Now, Aiden Wilcox has stated on his Instagram story that Jet Bond will be starting a YouTubing gaming channel. And that is simply not the truth. Jet Bond does not wish to associate with gamers, nor does he not game. Jet Bond is not implicated within the act of gaming, and I want to make that clear as a judge that these statements are defamatory and can lead Aidan Wilcox up to about three to five years in jail simply by stating misinformation to his, I want to say, thousands upon thousands of followers. Now, if Aidan Wilcox wishes to defend himself in person or on this podcast, he is free and he is able to uh, to state his case and to fight back against these claims, but in the meantime, without having his... Um, rendering of the issue at hand, we have to only say that he is in fact as guilty as anyone could possibly be in this situation, and Aidan Wilcox will be able to face his crimes, we do not know, but we will let this one be on the guilty side. So that is the final verdict of the Aidan Wilcox case. Up next, presiding in front of the courtroom is a curious case of stolen identity in this caper we will be seeing two people trying to say that they are different from one another but in fact I believe that one has stolen and backstabbed from the other let's see and open up this case now the victim in this case is hard to tell since both parties claim that they are the original proprietor of their image now that is a difficult case to call because who is the victim and who is is the suspect now we can't tell this one but from my standing I will say that the victim here is the gremlin from gremlins now what do you you might be thinking to yourself in the courtroom today but Jet what do you mean the victim is the gremlin from gremlins isn't that the villain in that film well yes some people can be a villain in some sort of stories but can only be the victim in others and it is with that case with the gremlin from gremlins now, the Gremlin from Gremlins, I believe, has had their identity stolen by the one and the only baby Yoda. Now you may be seeing some you may be going jet, but that's that's completely different companies. One was in the eighties, one was in The Now Times, and that's why I'm saying exactly exactly. I feel like Disney and the Star Wars Corporation has seen the cutenesses of Gizmo with the reptilian um wonderful form of the actual Gremlin side to Gizmo and have gone, why don't we smash those two things together, and make baby Yoda, it worked for Gizmo, why will it not work for us, and there is a flaw with that, as it is the, pri- propriety, the pr- proprietary uh, copyright of the Gremlin, in the Gremlins film, not the Star Wars Disney, and I've looked through all the I've looked through all the research, I've looked through all the credits, and not once do they claim that they have got the image of Baby Yoda from the Gremlins from Gremlins. Now, that is a crime and can send Walt and and the Star Wars gang straight to prison for up to three to five years. ...for this copyright infringement and stolen identity. It is a serious crime to steal someone's identity. We do not know what Baby Yoda's social security card number is... ...nor do we know what Baby Yoda's driver's license looks like. And until we see that... ...until we see Baby Yoda's date of birth... ...and if we, his identity actually has been stolen... ...we can't be sure of what to say. But in the Jet's, in, in jet, jet's court... Jet's the judge... ...and Jet says... ...Baby Yoda is guilty... The next case that has been brought in front of the court today is one of another personal issue that someone has against the host of this podcast, and I want to clear the air of that issue. Now I've been getting some complaints about my from my from from my uh, co-workers here at, at court jet at the at the jet court, at, at from, I'm Judge Jet, and at the jet court we've been having some issues. So I just want to make my verdict clear on these issues. Now, I've been told by some of my co-conspirators and my co-workers that uh, they don't believe that a dog should be allowed to be in a courtroom, let alone be declared and decreed as a judge. Now, I think that is blatantly inappropriate to Judge Tiger, and I think that is uh, actually very hurtful and can, can be cited as workplace bullying against the uh, beloved Judge Tiger. Um, now, Judge Tiger may have some different opinions to other people and might be less inclined to bark up the wrong tree, uh, so to say. Uh, but Judge Tiger is, is is a reverent judge and is, has been nothing but good and he's been a very good boy. He's been the best boy that he can be and I think he believes to be in this courtroom no matter his status is if he's a human or not. He has done nothing but uh, fetch me the right documents when I need them, even though I don't need to ask him to. He just does it anyway. Um, he's just a very good people person. He loves people, but he is fair with people. He he gets angry at certain people. That is true. But that is only if they are big and scary and mostly men. He doesn't like men. And I don't see a problem with that. I think that's a, a good thing, because a lot of people have uh, prejudices and tiger doesn't judge tiger sorry the honorable judge tiger does not have those prejudices that most people have in this system so i think tiger belongs in this courtroom and honestly he is a better judge than most of the other people in this courtroom besides from me myself and i and i believe that that is the final verdict on that one The next case that has been seemingly brought to my attention is that of an older case. Nonetheless, it makes it no less important today than ever because this case happened about 15 years ago. In 2005, we are getting old. Now, this case, uh, if I can remember correctly, is about deceit, revenge, backstabbing, and most importantly, murder. Our little case begins, or shall I say begins to end with the one Michael Abernathy who was travelling home from a short stay at Sausage Gully, which yes, is a real place down near lawn. He is travelling alone and he's presumed to be travelling back to his house up in Preston now Unfortunately, Michael Abernathy didn't quite make it home that night, in fact, Michael Abernathy was never actually seen ever again his body shall i say is still undiscovered uh we have presumed that he is no longer with us unfortunately but the cold case has been recently reopened as michael abernathy was murdered and here in judge jet we usually take small claims and internet fallacies and we exploit them But here we try to find out who murdered Michael Abernathy. Was it his lover? Was it his mother? Was it his friend? Or was it... Tim? Well, when we look at the evidence placed in front of the court today, we see that everyone has the right motive. But who could actually go out and do a murder? Yes, Judge Jett has never taken a case this seriously before... So we need to look at everyone in Michael Abernathy's life with a microscope. First, his lover, Cecily Armstrong. Cecily Armstrong was it was was a good was a good uh, good lady uh, they, they made they made lots of love. They made love for a long time. Uh, they made so much love that someone could get jealous. Yes, Cecily Armstrong had a very jealous other lover. So the lover to the other lover. And do we know where this other lover was? No. Now, another person that we need to look at is Michael Abernathy's mother. Not mother to the lover. The lover is not... We're, not, we're no longer talking to the lover or the other lover alien. We're talking about Michael Abernathy's old mother. Now, Michael Abernathy's mother was the one who burst, birthed. birthed Michael Abernathy, we can all agree on that one, that one is a true fact, but did Shelly Abernathy, was she the one that unbirthed Michael from this world? We can only suspect the suspects, and she is one of them. Next on the roster that I think I can remember is his friend. Now, We all have friends. In fact, some may even say Randy Newman has a friend in me. Everyone does. But can a friend put a knife in me? We do not know that when it comes to Michael Abernathy. Michael Abernathy had uh, his top five MySpace friends uh, because it it happened in the olden times. Um, So we actually don't know if these top five friends were friends or frenemies. And last but not least on the suspect list, the, the suspects that we suspect killed or made Michael Abernathy disappear is Tim. Now, on surface level, Tim may not seem to be connected to this crime in any way, shape or form, but from the records that we have seen, that Tim actually did live in Melbourne of the time of the disappearance. So, that is pretty concrete evidence that Tim did this crime. Now, we can't be sure, but... I'm pretty sure Tim did it. His his DNA is all over, I can only assume, would be, would be all over the crime scene. If we did have a crime scene, Tim's DNA would be there. He did not know Michael Abernathy, but we can know that most disappearances, the people who made them disappear, is not known to the disappeared. Now, I think that that is integral to this case, and that is why I think Tim did it. Now, you can agree with me, you can disagree with me, but this is Judge Jet and Judge Jet's verdicts are final. So if you want to contact Tim, that's Tim uh, at 0455333994. That's Tim at 04555-333-994. Now, I think that if you want to know what happened in this disappearance, that you should try to contact Tim yourself. He hasn't responded to our calls, but maybe if you wanted to call uh, Tim, you can do it as well. Uh, uh yep. Okay, so I'm just getting an email at the moment, sorry, I'm just getting an email that I'm being disbarred from the court by giving away confidential information that I shouldn't have given out publicly, because this is a live podcast. I'm uh, getting an email, I'm disbarred from the court, I'm not allowed to practice any law. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It looks like I've been disbarred from the court from uh, giving out Tim's phone number, uh, which I thought was a funny gag. It's actually my phone number, but you know what? The the, the final. Uh, all all most of this has been fiction anyway. I don't know why I'm being disbarred, but okay, whatever. Um, never mind. I'm Jet. This is Jet. This was Judge Jet. Oh, fuck. Fired. Okay. Yep. Uh. Yeah. In I hope you enjoyed. Judge you, you are you're now exiting the courtroom by